fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. STFFL, yeah, we all agree. The best of all these are we so supreme. And look at the scale, yeah. we podcast, yeah. Fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. Talk about tears, we managing. All season long, we be battling. Trying to become the new champion, yeah. Gentlemen, it's week 10. Can you believe it? Two weeks in a row. Got two shows. And not just me this time. I've got Sean joining me. Uh, we're doing a recap show of last week, and uh, yeah, so hope you enjoy. So, I don't really know how to get into this, but uh, let's uh, look yeah, at the standings. Let, let, let me start off by saying that like, I get nothing but love for Zach, okay? I just yeah. want to be upfront about that, okay? Got nothing but okay. love for him. So whatever for I Zach? say... Zach, <laughs> whatever I say, Zach, I got nothing but love for you, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you want to just get into it and, and talk about Zach's team right now, then? Um, no, let's go. Let's 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 go through. Um, I think first, what we need to do is a power ranking. Oh, you want to jump right into the power ranking? Okay. I the... think the power ranking comes first. Or maybe we do it last, or we we do the matchups. Let's do the matchups. Yeah, right. I, I was no, thinking no, no. let's let's do it last. Yeah, because then I can okay. kind of refresh my memory on everyone's team, and and then um, yeah, I, I think let's do it last, and then we'll we'll have a debate there. Um, we will make so, the, the power rankings just like Toby. Last. <laughs> is he even last? I mean, he's not in he, last. No. Is it funny that I just assume that Toby's in last? <laughs> He feels like he's in last place, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, Jason's in last place. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, his team name yeah. is, is very apt. Good from far, far from good. Um, I think that's that's a pretty good description of, of where he's at right now. Yeah. So, right. so <laughs> the first game that neither includes you or I uh might be the matchup of the week it's it's zach versus Idine. oh you want to look forward to week 10 oh are we go okay so we're going back to week nine first i was thinking yeah you know i yeah, was thinking that that we okay. should do a recap now and then we can do a look okay. forward okay, even okay, later okay. in the let's week because the one thing i've realized is like when waivers go through you know people's teams will change so um, yeah you know, so it's hard to predict the upcoming week. But um, yeah, I kind of want to do a landscape, just kind of like okay, based okay. on what happened over the past week. How how are we feeling about the league? How are we feeling about you know everyone's teams and uh, just like fantasy players in general? So all right, so then let's let's start with like the least important of the week would be Jason versus me. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty important game. I mean, you picked coming into Jason. It I did. You picked because, Jason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It, I mean, it wasn't an easy call, uh, but he he looked like he was kind of primed and ready to to start making a comeback. Um, yeah. I mean, I obviously hoped that Michael Thomas would do a little bit more than you know seven points, especially when they put up thirty eight. Um, yeah, I mean, but, I think, yeah, Jason was just primed for the, the continuing the same path. I mean, that's coming off of an injury, especially for a wide receiver. It's kind of hard to just jump straight into it. 
especially whenever Drew Brees can't throw the ball more than like 15, 20 yards. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. And that's, you know, why Kamara is so valuable because yeah. he's the one catching the ball. Yeah, his speed has kind of become irrelevant. Yeah, and I mean, it's also hard when the team you're playing has a quarterback that puts up 44 points. So, but that's what Mahomes does. That is what he does, yeah. I mean, last year was kind of like he fell, fell back down to earth, and this year he's, he's kind of come back to form where, yeah, he's the number one ranked QB in the league. So, yeah, that's just really tough for Jason because, I mean, I, I really expected Kenyon Drake coming into the season to be good. Uh, I mean, you look at his bench, Jonathan Taylor just hasn't really panned out to be what he thought he would be. Um, Deontay Johnson, I think, is good, but he's just been injured. T. Higgins has been coming on. Antonio Brown may be coming on, but, it, I mean, the fact is now. The best Jason player on his team is A.J. Brown. Better than Michael Thomas? Yeah. Yeah? I mean. Yeah, it's, that's, that's the best player on his team right now. If you look at it, you have James Conner, who is just, not really consistent. I mean, he's had like two good games, you know, yeah, like, I mean like good, points. like really good games, you know? Yeah. And, and the, the the thing is, is like, you're like, okay, whenever James Connor gets you three points and I know it was like a really bad week for him, but, but let's just say it was an average week for him. And let's say he got him, you know, 12 or 13 points. I mean, DJ Dallas almost got me that. Yeah. And yeah. and I I don't even know where I picked him up off of because I don't have a free agent budget and I haven't for like the last five weeks. So <laughs> I, when it, when when I can pick someone up and stream them and do as good as your number one running back, you've got issues. That's yeah. That's a good way to look at it, actually, yeah, because I was, I was taking the alternative approach. I was thinking, oh, I mean, really, up until last week, since week one, he hasn't scored less than double digits, so he's been consistent. But you're right, yeah, if you can find somebody off of waivers like that, which, I mean, that's a question mark. We know that Toby hasn't been able to do that. Well, that's Toby. If you look, if you look at my team, I have... One person on my team, like this week. So one person that it wasn't a keeper. I have one person that I traded for, and I have one person I drafted. Everyone else I picked up off of the waiver wire, and I think every single one of those people in my starting lineup that I have off the waiver wire was a zero dollar bid. So, yeah. so the, the, there's people out there on the wire. It's just. You know, what are you what looking are you, for? Yeah, what yeah. are you going to grab? Yeah. And I think, you know, the unfortunate thing for Jason, so he's 2-7 and seven now. So he's really three games back from a playoff spot. And we only got four weeks left in the league. So I think him and Toby are both 2-7. and seven. I think they're probably out of it at this point. I don't really see. So correct me if I'm wrong. I think that the year that Jason, the last year that Jason won it all, he either lost the first six or lost the first six or the first seven games of the season, and then I don't think he lost all the way through, and then he won the championship. 
So maybe it's possible, but just not with his team. <laughs> that could be the case. That I mean, he, be because case. even if he could get the wins, he's never going to get a tiebreaker over anyone other team because he's just can't put up that enough points. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. He's yeah. He's so far down behind anyone else. Uh, I mean, I guess you assume that he's putting up points if he's winning, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. So, well, all right, Oops. you got your sixth win in a row, and uh, Jason, Jason got his third loss in a row. So, right. well, good luck to Jason. Hopefully, yeah. you can. Yeah, I remember it was actually Kevin. I think I don't know if it was last year or the year before. He had. He put together a win streak and somehow squeaked into the playoffs. Yeah. So I know it can happen. Um, here, let's turn to what's the next one? Idine versus Toby, which was the best matchup, if you ask me. <laughs> you think well, so? <laughs> I mean. Oh, that was, yeah. That was, I, I I had an inkling going into it in my write-up. I, I thought it might be. uh mm-hmm. You know, I kind of looked at that game and it almost was, especially yeah. because Gronk only put up 0.7. Like I thought, well, like even if Toby comes back, like Gronk's going to put up enough points mm-hmm. to, you know, to beat him. But, um, yeah, I, Iden's team, I mean, I don't want to give away my power rankings, but Iden's team might be at the top of my list. I don't think there's a question about it. Yeah. I mean, Without giving anything away. It's it's <laughs> when you have four people who can go off and beat just about any team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's realistic. Um, yeah. you know, and but, but, cut. but I'll tell you what, Toby getting back McCaffrey. I think Toby is either A, going to squeak into the playoffs, or B, I think Toby's going to be drafted in first next year. He's got a good – if you look at his team, he has a good team. Toby has a good yeah. team. Does he? I mean, he's got, he's got good keepers. Um, he's got McCaffrey, Kelsey, Ridley. But I don't know if I would say he has a good team. I mean, I don't like – I don't like Jordan. I don't like a second running back. Um, yeah. Well, and, I, but I, I feel like with running backs, there's just, there's like three or four, man, let's call it like five good running backs. And then there's just average after that. Yeah. Then you're just hoping for volume. Someone so, who can so if Toby has what may now become the, the number one, or, you know, definitely a top three running back with McCaffrey. And average, he's sitting pretty good there. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, Corey Davis had a bad game. I don't know if he got injured or what happened, but he didn't do anything. Robbie Anderson has been surprisingly good. Uh, yeah. he, he's also been surprisingly yeah, pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's I I mean I'd have to say he's Travis one Kelsey in right now. Is the best tight end in football. Absolutely. 
But I mean, did he ever? Did he ever really have a chance? <laughs> well, once Christian, Mc- I mean, I think Christian McCaffrey was a big reason he won last year. Yeah, and once he lost him for the season, he really didn't have any other stud that could, you know, that he could count on for big points. Which I mean, Kelsey does, but I think it's also relative to the position. Like, you know, Kelsey's like big games. I mean, he did have a really no, yeah. I mean, his big games are twenty three points. You know, yeah. Where you know, for other players, you're hoping for maybe like a thirty plus point game on their booms. And yeah, yeah. So I mean, so the guy. differential for the position. Is Kelsey's amazing for the differential compared to like the average tight end who might get you eight, you know, ten if yeah. you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side, is whatever he got, he was doubled by Dalvin Cook, and he could have been doubled by Tyreek Hill as well. And what do you like? Then you're you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just have to say, Dalvin Cook getting 100 points in two weeks like that, that's insane. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's going to be hard to overcome. I mean, he is what CMC was last year. Like, he is just yes. so good. He's getting too many touches. He's, you know, scoring way too many touchdowns. So, I mean, as long as he stays healthy, that's always the big question mark with him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's why I'm holding on to Madison. That's why I dropped J.K. Dobbins. And not Madison is there's always that potential that maybe Cook gets injured, and I, if if he doesn't, then it's going to be really hard to be Aiden. Yeah, you know, just because yeah. yeah, there's too many good players on his team um, that can go really boom for him. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's Aiden has Zach Mox on the bench. He's a starter for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming on too. Devin Singletary is like nothing now after he came back from injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a good game. I was hoping that Toby would come back, but um, um, nope. And that, that Toby, might... you can go ahead and drop Mark Ingram. You can drop yeah. Gallup. Uh, you can Great drop Lord. Brian Hill. You can drop Devonta Freeman. And Greg Ward, let me, let me, who is this? Yeah, you could drop him too. <laughs> so um all right well that that's it for that game i think uh so next game none of us were in but this was a game that we were wa- watching last night was tim and quinn um going into it i thought it would be a big game just because they were both you know, tied at four and four. I thought whoever won would jump up into a playoff mm-hmm. spot, which it looks like Quinn did. So Quinn's sitting at number six in the rankings now. Um, what are your takeaways from that game? So my takeaway, I I think Quinn got lucky getting twenty six out of Cam Newton. Yeah. Um. I, I think he got really lucky. Listen, the Patriots got really lucky. Yeah, I, I, I'm just looking at it, and I just don't see anything that really 
dazzles me as far as like, you know, either side it's, you know, DeAndre Swift is sitting there and that average, you know, 11 points. Uh, Keenan Allen has been really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whenever he's, he's been, you know, when he's been good, he's been really good. So he's, he's at least been like pretty average. to really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase Edmonds. I think that guy is going to be a star in the future. I would think so too. I was disappointed with how he performed. I was really hoping to see him, you know, and, and that might, you know, for anyone who owns Kendrick or Kenyon Drake, just his lackluster performance, maybe there's just something with like their scheme and it's not just Kenyon Drake sucking and it's something about how they're using the running back on. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the Kansas City Chiefs, how they use the running backs out of shotgun. And you're never like running down a hill before the the defense realizes that you have the ball. You know, like eye formation or, or even like a pistol a lot of the times is at least like there's like some momentum forward. This person's like being handed off the ball and saying like, hey, go make something happen, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's why so much of like, you know, Edward Zolaire and, you know, Edmonds is like if, if they can catch the ball, if the, you know, these guys can do so much more. Yeah, and get the ball out in space. And that's yeah. why, yeah, that's why whenever he's catching the ball, he, you know, Edmonds is that threat. Because mm-hmm. there's just no running out of these offenses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I look at Tim's bench, I mean, if if Austin Eckler were to come back, I think that really helps him out because his his running backs are, I think, the weakest point of his team. Um, I mean, when Galladay's healthy and he's got Keenan Allen, I think his wide receivers are pretty short up. I think Hunter Henry's a fine, like, middle-of-the-road tight end. Um, yeah. And he's got the best kicker in the game, um, my favorite, young Young ho. Yeah, yeah, he's a very young ho. Um, but, yeah, without a better running back core, um, I think it's going to be hard for him to be consistent enough to, to yeah. make any noise. Moving he's forward. never going to get that 30 to 50 points that Iden's getting. And, yeah. and whenever you, you have three running backs in your lineup that don't equal what one of Iden's had, you're going to lose. Yeah, yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, and Quinn's team. Yeah, his. I mean, David Montgomery is just so underwhelming, and I expected Josh Jacobs to be better, but he's also just not, you know, performing really at all. Like he's not getting much going in the passing game, which I thought was what was supposed to be his kind of next level yeah. this year. Um, so. I feel like Josh Jacobs is kind of like probably like a a top 10 back now, but I feel like he could be like a top five back maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's number nine in the ranks. So, I mean, he's been, he's still an RB one, but I mean, he's got three games with single digits. He's only got one game or no, he's got two games scoring over 20 where one, he scored 21 and the other one, he scored 33. So, I mean, I think a lot of that is that very first game in week one, he got 30, almost 34 points. Yeah. And then after that, he's been, you know, middle of the road to to low end 
Yeah, I mean, he's averaging 14, you know, under 15 per game. So, I mean, just going back. I mean, it's nice to know that he's going to get the ball and you have some consistency, but you kind of have that with both Jacobs and Montgomery. They're both kind of the same player. No one's giving you a lot of upside to kind of help get your team up above yeah those i agree yeah no it's it's i mean julio jones is is still has something in the tank i feel like mm-hmm. will fuller can put a big points but yeah, outside of those guys i i really i don't i don't think that i don't know if he has like enough big hitters because you know if if you're playing quinn in the playoffs and julio jones doesn't go off or will fuller doesn't go off and I mean, like, go off for like a big game. He's done. Yeah, he's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah tough for him to make a lot of noise too. So I, I kind of look at both of these teams really, really similarly. They both kind of have some good wide receivers, decent tight ends, kind of less underwhelming running backs, and the, the quarterback position is also kind of a question mark for them too because. I mean, Matt Ryan can definitely put up points. Cam Newton can too, but you know, going up against like the Mahomeses and the the Watsons and the Kylers, it's it's not going to be as as high of a ceiling for for those guys. I don't. Yeah. Think. So, well, there's that game, and uh, let's look at Baxter and Graydon. These guys are... Ah, uh, this was a close one. Yeah, this was the closest of the week. <laughs> I love Baxter's comment about Lev Bell getting point eight point. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did point out, Graydon still would have won anyways. But I almost wish he, he got zero so that it would have been .04 points instead of .84 points. But, um... Yeah, so on, on Graydon's side, I mean, Lockett is, you know, that boomer bust kind of player. So, I mean, we saw him go off against Jason and put up, you know, whatever he did, 50-something points. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so he's had, in the past six games, he's had two games where he's got 38 and 54, and then four games where he put up, you know, six points or less, basically. So he's a really hard player to rely on. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Lev Bell, I feel like both just suck. Like, I wouldn't even want Lev Bell on my team right now. Yeah, I think you can drop either one of those. Yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, yeah, with Lindsey and Gordon kind of splitting carries and both of them not really doing a lot, it's kind of hard to rely on either of them. He's got Mixon. So, I mean, once, yeah, Mixon comes back. Well, he's got to find another running back. James White, I guess. Yeah. I mean, one thing I can say is Graydon probably owes this win to me since I traded him DJ Chark. Um, Mm, DJ Chark's got to be the MVP of the week just because without him, he, he didn't have a chance. But, yeah, yeah. I agree with yeah. everything you said. I, I think that Graydon's team looks like it was auto drafted, and 
<laughs> you know, I I do think that that Baxter has a little bit more upside. I feel like Mike Evans has disappointed so far, but he's you know can come through. I feel like Aaron Jones a little slow coming back from injury and you know all of his issues um yeah he passed the um, eye test for me though he looked good coming back on thursday yeah the, he, well he's just not going to get the use until yeah. he's like a hundred percent yeah yeah which makes sense which is it's kind of nice that he did have a thursday game so that you know he's got the 10 days off so hopefully he comes back strong yeah um, baxter next week if he gets a healthy uh well, if I say if he if he has, uh, yeah, if he could get a healthy Kareem Hunt, because Kareem Hunt has been banged up and he hasn't been the same, especially with Chubb out. I expected him to really be flourishing. I know he was on a yeah. bye this week, but I feel like Kareem Hunt was, uh, for a while there, I thought he was like the one that got away from the Chiefs, but, you know. Yeah. That's what happens when you go kicking people. Why is he even keeping Jared Goff on his bench? It's like, are you ever going to play Jared Goff over Russell Wilson? No. That's just a wasted spot to me. Yeah, I guess maybe his Russell already had his bye. He did, yeah. He did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, Baxter, if you're listening, drop Jared Goff. No one's going to pick him up. And, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is go. the same guy who left uh, Blake Jarwin on in his IR spot for the <laughs> longest time, <laughs> which I also didn't understand what he was doing there. But um, well, you know, he has uh, Miles uh, Gaskin in there now. Who yeah. I guess you know, I don't, I don't know if he's going to come back this year or he's through, no, he's on IR for three games. Yeah, he might come back. Okay, so that's that's a good use of it. Yeah, that yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Jarwin I didn't understand though because he was out for the season once he went out right so that didn't make sense but um but I, I agree with what you're saying too about Baxter's team because he I mean Russell's always you know he's he's prone to put up a top top flight game every week especially with how bad their defense is like he's always yeah. going to be throwing the ball um, and he is one of the most consistent quarterbacks right now I, I think yeah, I if, would say right if now. If I don't have Mahomes, <laughs> if I don't have Mahomes, like my, I'm I'm going for Russell. Yeah, and and I think you know after that I, I'm going for for your guy. Yeah, I I, I like Kyler too. I, I Kyler exceeded my expectations. Kyler might be like one of the funnest players to watch because you feel like you're watching a video game watching him run. Like it doesn't yeah. even look real. Yeah, he's like so small. He just his legs move so fast. Like it's ridiculous. And look at Russell's playoff kind of leading into the playoffs. He's got a pretty weak schedule. So he's playing, you know, oh, leading yeah. into the playoffs. He's got Philly, Philly and then the Giants, um, and then the Jets in the first week of the playoffs, Washington and then the Rams, um, which maybe the Rams are, are pretty good against pass defenses. Um, Washington has a decent pass rush, but. I, I look at that as like a pretty pretty good schedule leading into That's the That's a pretty good schedule. Yeah, I, I think that 
if if Baxter can get some people healthy, I think he could possibly do some damage. He has yeah. a team to be able to do it. I think I think so too. And Christian Kirk's been coming on. Um, I I kind of look at those two Bucks wide receivers, and he should probably try and unload one of them. Would be my guess. Just yeah, I, I, I think I'm you're putting all of, your eggs in one basket. Right, which you saw. And that exactly basket's forty something years old. <laughs> yeah, because then yeah, when they put up you know three points against the the Saints, and you're you're going into the week you're down only like fourteen points you're thinking that you're going to win that game. And then all of a sudden you don't because your wide receivers are, are both tied to the same quarterback. So you're in, in once one person scores, that takes away a touchdown from the other person. So it limits their upside. Right. Too, right? Not a big, so um, there's some fancy advice for you, Baxter. All right. Let's, let's, let's move on to uh, you versus LJ. Yeah, this is the the last game, right? I think we've were, were you ever ones. were you ever scared at any point? I was scared. Um, I mean, coming into it, Aaron Rodgers had the forty four points, so that's never nice to see when you're yeah. coming into it. And then my only player put up point eight points. So, and that was on the Thursday game. So. The only solace was that Robert Tunyon only put up one. At least I knew he wasn't going to kind of, you know, he wasn't going to exceed me on the tight end position. But thank God I have Kyler and he can put up 51 points. Yeah, (laughs) that is kind of crazy. And and Aaron Rodgers, like, I remember watching him, like, in this draft. Would he go in, like, the 12th round or something like that? I remember it was something crazy, like, the 12th round that I was, like, I should probably the like grab Aaron Rodgers just to throw him on the bench. He was drafted in the 13th. Yeah, in I was thinking like I should now. like draft him just to throw him on the bench because, I mean, you're getting some real value there. So I, I think mm-hmm. by far that was LJ's best draft position. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it was. it's funny is he's got Lamar Jackson sitting on his bench. Oh, he probably drafted season. him like in the, you know, early round too. Uh, he was a keeper, so he's yeah. a keeper. Yeah, so you know, a, a keeper that's been sitting on his bench basically. Um, which, again, I, I mean, I probably try and shop him to somebody, maybe like yeah. Jason. Jason could use a quarterback. Um, but yeah, you're right. The Aaron Rodgers that was, and it was. It was low risk because it was such a low draft position, and he wasn't great last year. I remember coming into the season, I wasn't optimistic about him, but Mm-mm. he's still Aaron Rodgers, and there was that narrative of them drafting Jordan Love, kind of lighting the fire under him, and maybe that's exactly what it did because he's been performing well. Yeah. Uh, so. Now looking at your team, so we got Kyler Murray – this kid can put up big points any day. Uh, their defense isn't great, and he's always going to be, you know, passing the ball. I doubt there's, there's very many games where he's throwing under, you know, 20, 30 times. Yeah, and, and so he that's, just runs so much, too. Yeah, and he runs so much. So that's good. That's a lot of upside there. I feel like Todd Gurley is just – old reliable maybe he's like what adrian peterson used to be like two years maybe. ago 
Kyler. Yeah, he he is my biggest concern on my team just because I think he's overperforming um, a lot, and I want to get rid of him, but I don't know that I can get rid of him for for value because I don't think anyone else is going to. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be hard getting value for him because then, like, what are you really going to get for him that you feel comfortable about? Yeah, I'd have to couple him with, I mean, I think I've got some good wide receiver depth. Um, so I would have to couple yes. him with some some other wide receiver and, and hope to get back another, you know, just a higher end RB. So that is... Anyone has an RB that wants to, you know, help me out here? That, that's what I'm looking to do. Um, let's see. And you also have Thielen. I, I love Thielen. He's such a good player. He's so good. Uh, he's just stuck with Cousins, who has been doing decent, but it's never going to be great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, Cooks has probably been his biggest thorn because he's just been so good. There's not a yeah. lot of need to throw the ball. Right, right. You sitting there with a Washington running back and receiver. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, but I'm now that the great Alex Smith is out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I love Gibson, but McKissick just keeps seeming to get all the pass passing work. So, mm-hmm. uh, as much as I love Gibson, I'm not optimistic about running him as a starting running back every week so r- really it's like Gurley's my RB2 and then as long as Miles Sanders is healthy I think I've got a solid RB1 in him I, I feel like Gibson's floor is pretty decent though it, it is actually yeah because he does get he's, I mean, he's he not going to give you back. he's not going to give you a Singletary 4.9 points in a game yeah yeah and he does have upside. He can he can put up a decent game. I mean, it's gone over twenty twice so far this this year. Um, just depends you got on Jerry Judy, who his only limitation is his quarterback. I mean, this guy. If if you watch the Broncos play a little bit, he is so talented. Yeah, I wish. And he's I just one of those like. He's, like, smaller. He kind of reminds me of almost, like, a smaller DeAndre Hopkins. The way that he's just seems he's like he's just so physical and, like, I don't know. He's he's fast, physical. He's, he's going to be a good one. I'm not looking yeah. forward to him as a Chief fan, but. Yeah, I hope he can stay in my starting lineup because I mean last week was his first kind of real good game it was it was an easy matchup though so mm-hmm. I don't really know how much to take away from that I'd like to see him do it again okay. um, but I am optimistic about it I mean McLaurin's my even above the I, I look at McLaurin as my number one I look at Thielen as my number two and then okay. Jerry Judy and Rick or whoever kind of comes out of that as, as far gotcha, as probably gotcha. just you know matchup base for those guys okay so looking at your team i i have your trade for you the trade is What's todd that? Gurley and madison for zach moss i dean you get your handcuff and you get zach moss that what do you think is... about that one Oof, i mean 
And the only problem is, is that if if Cooks does get hurt or Cook does get hurt, then Madison is is yeah top five, the RB two that I that I needed. Yeah, he's an I might RB1. be better off. I might be better off just holding. Holding. I mean, so one of the values that Gurley has given me some so far is that I know he's going to get like twenty touches a game, yeah. um, which and he's he's gotten so many touchdowns just because they they're a good offense. And you kind of think back to like Devonta Freeman when he was on the Falcons, you know, three four years ago, mm-hmm. and it was kind of the same thing with him. I, I feel like he he just got so many touchdowns, and that's why he was a prolific kind of running back for a while in fantasy. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that maybe Gurley can keep it up, but his yards per carry are so bad. Um, I don't know. I, I'll have to think about that trade offer because there is some upside there, but there's also risk that Zach Moss is on the Buffalo Bills and they're just not running the ball so much. Gotcha. Yeah, so Zach versus Kevin. Yes, Zach can, versus can Kevin. Can we... Can we say all right, so so let's let's look at this. Josh Allen is, I believe, of all the you know top ranked or rated quarterbacks, top scoring, let's go top scoring. Of all the mm-hmm. top scoring quarterbacks, he is the only just true complete boomer bust. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, after how he performed the past few weeks, I think you have to say that, yeah. I thought, you know, from the first half of the season, he was he was kind of really just consistently a good quarterback. And then, I mean, I don't know if I would call it bust. Yeah, but but in the, in the, if you look in the beginning of the they, – they played the Jets, they played the Dolphins, they played the mm-hmm. Rams, they played the Raiders – and ever since then, he's just kind of gone like, you know, oh, Tennessee, not that good. Kansas mm-hmm. City, not that good. The Jets again, not that good. New England. Yeah. New England shut him down. And then all of a sudden he goes to Seattle and just, well, had Seattle at home. Yeah. Well, we and just, just lit him up. And we know that Seattle is, you know, a quarterback's friend, at least. Yes, from a fantasy perspective. So, I mean, he's not he's not going to pivot away from it. I don't think so. So he's just got to roll with them. But yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't have any other options. So yeah, yeah. I mean, my biggest concern for Zach is his running backs. Just because, I mean, maybe you can give your KC perspective, but I he hasn't gotten the touches the past two weeks, and it just yeah. doesn't seem they want to run the ball that much anymore. Ed, Edward Zolaire is just not getting the touches. I don't know if he's going to anytime soon. Um, maybe as the weather gets a little bit colder. I, uh, Kansas City, we, we, we did have that game. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. Actually, it was Buffalo. And they were just like completely committing to playing ugly run the football, you know, offense. And, and he did well. So maybe as things get colder – a layer will get hotter. Yeah, that, you know, that hopefully that works out for Zach. Yeah, because, I mean, the past three weeks he's gotten eight, six, five carries. Um, and, yeah, that's just not what you really want out of your, you know, number one drafted 
running back, at least outside keepers. Yeah. So you look at, at, you know, Amari Cooper, he's talented. Who's throwing him the ball? I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that he won't get good games out of him, but I would say you'll get more bad games than good. You get DK who, can we just talk about like receivers that like, I want to be like, can I be DK? <laughs> like, like you just look at him and you're like, wow. Like he's just, he reminds me of Calvin Johnson. If Calvin Johnson did steroids every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just like a monster. Yeah. He's a beast. That's for sure. Uh, Darren Waller. He's got a great tight end. Evan Ingram, who actually did better than Waller this week. I, I still, I don't know about playing uh, tight end in my flex, but, yeah. uh, you know, I guess, it, I guess it'll work against Kevin post Dak. And uh, yeah, that's kind of, mm-hmm. can we, can we go to, now let's speak of Kevin post Dak. Can we just say that? Kevin went from being the top, if not the top team, the top one or two teams to, are you really scared to play Kevin? I am not anymore. I mean, well, I am only I mean, that like Devante and DeAndre. Devante. Yeah. I mean, Devante is just really Devante is the best receiver in football right now. Yeah. I think you have to say that. Um, He's, he's just been too good as of late. Uh, but, I mean, those guys can go really boom for you, and Herbert can do that still, too. Um, but I, I, mean, I think the biggest downfall has been Zeke because I was scared of Zeke before, and, I mean, obviously I must have gotten his head because uh, he took him out of yeah. the starting lineup. <laughs> I, you know, but I, honestly, like, I... You know, like I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, like I would play Zeke over, you know, DJ Dallas or, you know, Damian Harris. But mm-hmm. other than that, uh, yeah. And I no. mean, David Johnson, he's an RB2, and Leonard Fournette is a RB2 ish. Like like, like, it depends, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I Ronald mean, I, I dropped Fournette because I, I didn't have any faith in him. Yeah, I, yeah. It was, you know. And, I mean, Mark Andrews, I thought he would be a great tight end coming into the season, but Lamar Jackson struggling to, you know, throw the ball well has kind of led to him just not being very efficient. Yeah. Well, I I kind of feel like Lamar Jackson, like, last year MVP like he stole it from Russell I don't know why everybody was like all about Lamar Jackson if you watch the guy play he's he's basically a slower Michael Vick without the arm talent yeah but I mean if that's you what Lamar Jackson year, is he did I, lead the league in touchdowns for if not the whole year at least for a stretch of the year so he, he but the team around him is just was just stacked yeah yeah 
And I, I thought that it was his legs that kind of gave him that opportunity uh, because the defense was so worried about his running ability that it opened up those passing lanes. Um, but I don't know why that hasn't translated to this year. It doesn't explain that aspect for me. Because, I mean, he should be – did he lose anyone in the in the passing game that would have – I don't know, but I'm just going to throw something out there is – as far as your your argument about like touchdowns for Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson may have led the league in touchdowns, but he was only three more than Jameis Winston. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was just, you know, completion percentage and and Lamar Jackson's like number eight. I mean, interceptions. How many did that guy throw? Maybe not quite as much as Jameis, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm just no. not as big on Lamar Jackson, I guess. Yeah, I. I mean, at this point, I'm not. I was coming into into the season, but um, I mean, for Kevin's team, it just means. He's got a you know a lower value Mark Andrews than we thought coming in. He's got a lower value Zeke because the Dak injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert's great, but he's he's a lower value quarterback than Dak was. So he's just got in downgrades at all of his positions. Even DeAndre that. Hopkins is, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is like still just as talented as ever. There's just so many different options in Arizona. And yeah. and you don't know that maybe, you know, maybe Murray just decides to, like, run for three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he hasn't had that big, big, big game. I mean, he's had four games of 20-plus points, but he hasn't scored over 30 points yet. Um I I remember him just getting so many targets early on, which kind of Mm -hmm. stuck in my head that he was going to be a clutch receiver, which I I think he still is. But, yeah, he's definitely the two to Devontae Adams being the one. Mm -hmm. Um, So where where are you at on on the whole league as far as your power rankings? Um, Who who are your top three? All right. Well, no surprise – Number one is is Dean. I know he loves the you know he loves to hear that and and if he was here he'd he'd stick his little fantasy football rings in your face not not in my face because I've won more champions than him championships <laughs> but he he would love to you know stick his rings in anyone else's face yeah yeah um and so yeah I, I think he's got it uh. I I concur there. So, yeah, I, I think he he is definitely the number one. Um, you know, my number two, I think is is actually Zach, um, because I think he's just all around got a good team. He's got a good quarterback. He's got good wide receivers. Even though Amari Cooper is not kind of that. Like stud. I mean, he's got Travis Fulgham now. Is kind of his new consistent wide receiver. Um, Chris yeah. Carson is going to come back, and he's going to have him and, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who 
Chris Carson's is consistent. Edwards Hilaire's is hopeful upside. He's got the good tight end. I, I think he's just a solid, he's got a really good floor with, you know, a good ceiling potential as well. And so he's not something that I would, someone that I'd be excited about going up against. I I agree that I, I think that he's, he's definitely a good team. Uh. Yeah, what were you going to you say know, about but, that? When we started but, this, you said. So, so no, I mean, I, I think Zach has fallen. I mean, the thing is, is Zach was started out 4-0. And, you know, he was you know, talking a little smack and, you know, oh, this league's easy and I'm the fantasy football king and all this stuff. And, and I was like, all right, you know, give it time, buddy. Just just, just hang in there. And, and uh, you know, injuries kind of caught up to him like everyone else and, and so, yeah, I still think that I don't know if he, I put him at two, but I, I put it, Zach is probably a top three, if not that three top four team. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like with Zach, until he gets more people back healthy, like until Chubb's back, I feel like if he he's one bad Josh Allen game away away from losing to. Just about anybody. Yeah, yeah, that is a concern. Definitely. Any any team in the league could probably beat him if that you know quarterback in Buffalo, New York, with that cold weather coming, has one bad game. So yeah, I I actually um I, I think Baxter as much as I I've you know. Said I, I kind of feel like with Aaron Jones, if Aaron Jones gets back healthy on track with Russell Wilson, uh, with Kareem Hunt, Christian Kirk, I feel like if he would just like, you know, invest a little bit less into Tampa Bay, I, I think he might be the number two team. Uh, you know, yeah. if, if not, maybe three. I, I don't, uh, I don't necessarily want to put myself up there because I am completely reliant on Mahomes. And, you know, luckily for me, Mahomes has been just the best scoring quarterback out there. Was one of the best scoring players out there probably. Uh, but you know, it's, I look at my, my team and I'm like, okay, so, you know, Robinson's come on, uh, guess, you know, I like right now I got Gus Edwards and looks like he's going to be in the lineup. And if he gives me eight points, I'll be happy. Stefan Diggs is good. Actually, you know, okay. Sterling Shepard. Okay. He's coming along. Jared Cook's probably going to get dropped this week. Damien Harris, if he's healthy, is good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I might put myself second. <laughs> I'm going to put myself second behind ID. Okay. How about that? Okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah, and, and that's weren't... because we're going power rankings, power rankings based upon right now. And right yeah. now, no one's won more games in a row than me. <laughs> you so, know, so and your you, momentum you, is what you're. you're you you want to put time. Zach up there with Idean, but but let me give you a good little tidbit as far as Zach versus Idean. All right. Okay. Head to head, Zach outscored Idine the first three weeks of the season. Not once since. Hmm. 
Eidin has outscored him every week since then. So, hmm. Well, I didn't put him above Eidin. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know. But it, it's kind of hard to... I guess who has scored as much as Eidin lately? That's, that might be the hard one. Yeah, no one. I mean, definitely not the last two weeks. No. no. Uh, you know, I, I think your team is really... like you're like just so close are you are you playing brandon ayuk this week i am yeah you are mm-hmm. yeah i'm looking to i'm, I'm waiting to see kind of i wouldn't play him over Thielen. no no, no i no i just don't like i just don't like the matchup Thielen against chicago i i think it's just i like Thielen against team. anyone man that guy can just straight out ball yeah well well uh We'll see. I mean, yeah, it's hard sitting him, but I've seen him. And plus, you've already got a forty nine. Like, do you really trust in whoever the? I mean, is is Garoppolo the forty ers quarterback right now? No, is he? No, no, it's no. Nick Mullen. So, do you trust Nick Mullen enough to put your receiver, your I mean, your your flex and your tight end position in him? Oh. I didn't think about the tight end. And then you're gonna and then you're yeah. gonna like put your your receiver and running back in the hands of the great Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm not hedging a lot of my bets right here. So the, the key to investing is diversification. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's it's the, the power rankings is kinda hard because really there are a lot of, of really good teams this year outside yeah. of like I feel like there's like the bottom three, and then there's everyone else. Where anyone from LJ all the way up until Idean, you know, okay, let's say LJ up until like, you know, whoever the number two is. I, yeah. I, I think you could flip a coin on who's going to win that game, and yeah. and you wouldn't be off by that much. And then, you know, pretty much anybody can be great, and Toby or you know Jason. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I wouldn't throw Jason into that bottom tier. I I still like his team. I just I'm waiting for them to perform. But I guess yeah, at a certain point, you know, when is when do you give up on the when is your record what you are? You know, whatever that saying is. Uh, yeah. So if you look at and this is kind of like one of the things I like to really like points scored. Jason is point two points above Graydon for least in the league. He is point two off. That's true. If you want to look at like points against one, two, three, four, five, six, Jason is is number has this has had the sixth least points scored against him. And he's sitting in last place. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, he did have Michael Thomas out basically the whole season, which that definitely hurt him. Um, And Kenyon Drake not performing, I think, up to where Kenyon Drake and Jonathan Taylor both kind of like being very lackluster the whole year. But, But maybe that's just what those players are now, too. And that yeah. is just what is 
team is yeah, right now. You can't give so. him too much, much, you know, because of injuries. Because, you know, there's been some injuries. I mean, if, if you look yeah, at Toby, true. if you look at Toby and you take away the injury to Christian McCaffrey and Calvin Ridley, Toby's top three. I put Toby in my top three if those guys are all healthy. If Mark Ingram is healthy. Yeah, uh, I think Mark Ingram's trash. I think he's he's a bench. Yeah, bench you're probably right there. So but he I mean, would have been a solid draft. flex play. Solid yeah. flex play. He is uh, just in a three-headed monster, and he's slower, so yeah. he's not as good as he used to be. You can probably drop him, Toby. Pick yeah, him up next yeah. week if you change your mind. No one else will. <laughs> All, right, man, um, All right. I I got to get rolling. Um, any any final thoughts? Anything else that you wanted to spit out before we wrap this up? Well, you know, I just wanted to say that, uh, Zach, you, if you listened all the way through this, you haven't done anything yet. Okay. You haven't done anything. You haven't won anything. You're still down there at the bottom. Least championships won in this league. So whatever happened in your other league, I don't want to hear about what, you know, people in your work did. Okay. I don't want to hear about your sister's league or anything like that. Okay. You haven't done anything in this one. Love you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it, Zach. Um, we love you. And uh, thanks for listening to, to the rest of the league. And uh, we'll, we'll get back at you for next time.